how's it going everyone welcome back to the super flag podcast this is episode 51 i'm damian Leba. i am anthony stevens what's going on <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah I, what's going on i had to do it i'm sorry okay, i was it's not kind of funny because i was actually just at olive garden <laughs> so that kind of relates a little bit that actually weirdly sounds pretty good right now it was you t- uh, take your dad out for father's day yeah it was me my dad my grandparents my aunt and uncle and me my brother and my sister nice it's funny my two cousins were at work and my other brother was at work so yeah, it was just us and then after that we went to uh twist and show <laughs> Nice. So what all is that twist and show? Because I've been curious about that. Um, it's mainly like the main like selling point or whatever. They have uh, CDs and vinyls. You say Bibles or vinyls? Vinyls. <laughs> no, I'm not going anywhere with the Bible. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, and then they have a section with movies, and they have a section like a little like clothing like scattered around. <laughs> Clothing scattered around the whole thing, and they have like a little section of toys too. Okay. Yeah, you should go to it. That does sound pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Other than that, how have you been this week or the last two weeks? Because we took last week off. How have you been? Oh, damn, it's gone. Nope, there it is. is. (laughs) Uh, Pretty good. Um, I forgot why we didn't do it last week. Uh, You had something going on last Sunday, and then I had something going last Monday, so we weren't able to hook up and do it. Yeah. Probably the wrong choice of words, but. That yeah um but yeah uh other than that <laughs> uh what you been up to um nothing <laughs> i've been trying to not stress about the movie and trying to like finalize everything in my head about it yeah the stress i think more so for you has been real i mean i mean and it's not even like needed stress it's fucking stupid yeah it's very it's not even stress that's dealing with the actual movie itself. Yet, with being as vague as possible. <laughs> no, it's just, there's a lot of things that go into this that I don't think we really expected. Um, and we're, we're not even out of the gate yet. No. So, time will tell how it goes. But I'll tell you this. You'll probably see me when I'm mad for the first time. I'm so excited, honestly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping I do. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's not directed at me, I'm excited to see it. <laughs> <laughs> if you mess up a line, you stupid or what? You stupid motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Be like, uh, who, who were those, that like famous grouping uh, back in the day? It was Dustin Hoffman and... It was some famous actress. I want to I say it was Meryl Streep, but I think it was wrong. In what? Uh, some movie they were in back in the day, like her spouse had just passed away or something, and he told her she wasn't doing a good job reading. He was going through a divorce, so he slapped her across the face to get a better, like, fucking acting out of her, <laughs> and she fucking hated him. It, That's kind of like on The Shining, uh, the set of The Shining, um... Oh, Shelley uh, Duvall? What's his face? Yeah, Stanley Kubrick was, like, super harsh with everyone. Make, he made... Shelley Duvall do a, was it, 117 takes of that bathroom scene? Yeah, and it kind of wore out. He didn't believe it. Or <laughs> yeah. He just wanted to, like, create stress for her, like, to the point where her hair started falling out, and she pretty much quit acting. Yeah, it's it's, kinda, it's unfortunate. I think she passed away recently as well. I think so. so. I think so. Um, that just shows you, like, the lengths that some people go. Oh, yeah. Especially... Without saying anything bad about certain directors, I mean, there's plenty of stories out there, especially from directors back then. Yeah, more the, um, like, the well-respected ones were probably, like, some of the worst ones. I haven't heard anything super derogatory about Scorsese, but I can see him being that way, too. Yeah, I'm sure there's times. I mean, it's so stressful to do that stuff, so it's going to peak out eventually. Isn't it funny how stressful it is when it is the least serious job you could fucking have? Yeah, it really is. And there's, I mean, there's like, there's a lot to it, but there's not a lot to it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's, especially when you have to deal with the finances and stuff, it's stressful. I mean, and getting the right take and the right options for acting are going to be huge. Yeah. But overreacting in certain situations just seems a bit much. Like, yeah, because you're just playing make believe the whole time, really. Yeah, pretty much. And the, everyone handles stress differently. Yeah. But I think the best way to put this is if you put a bunch of prima donnas in a room with each other and one person makes a mistake, 
shit's gonna blow up. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is evidence half the shit that pops off at stuff that's been leaked out, like um, Terminator Salvation. Oh my god, they call it Christian Bale. They, they even uh, had that on Family Guy, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. And, uh, they, I know they made fun of it on SNL. Mm-hmm. They, they made fun of it on everything. Yeah. They, it was it was pretty bad. And dude, he did not break character the whole time he was fucking yelling at him. No. It was all in an American accent. Yep. Blew my mind. I'm like, I would have slipped so fast and been like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so uh what do we have for news this week, sir? Um, so it's time to send the news. Yes. Um sir. I think we should start with something that we both know a little bit about. Um we can talk about these flash set photos that were released. Yes, yes. Um I say let's start with the Barry Allen photos. Or the photo you showed me. Yeah, so in this photo it's kind of like a close up of Ezra Miller in like a a nice trench coat. He's kind of dressed up, and on his hand is a ring on his a index finger. Gigantic flash ring. Yeah, like, gigantic. It is almost distracting, no matter whether it's in a movie or if you were to meet somebody with that ring on their finger, you would notice it. Yeah. It, it's cool, because in the comics, he has the ring where the suit comes out, and like I'm assuming that's what it is, but... I don't know. Like It seems like it would be like better off hidden in a jacket, and you pull it out when you need it. Yeah. Uh, that's just a personal thing. It seems like it'd be like a dead giveaway to your identity. Yeah, and who knows? That could, that could be what he does in the movie, too, is pull it out. But, yeah, we'll wait and see on that. And that's yeah. really the only picture I've seen of Ezra Miller on set so far. Other, The only other thing we've really gotten from the Flash himself is the photo of the emblem. Yeah, his chest. Yeah, and you kind of yeah. get, like, a new suit out of it, too, which I think is the thing I'm most excited about. Because mm-hmm. I liked the suit. But I'm really curious to see how they can vamp it up. Because one thing DC does well is visual feedback. Yeah. All you have to do to evidence this is look at Shazam. Mm-hmm. That new shoot, new suit for Shazam is fantastic. Yeah. Like, all you got to do is add the cape and post, and it looks... Already, it looks beautiful. Yeah, and I think this uh, Flash suit is probably one that... I don't know which Bruce Wayne, but one of them maybe helped him make, I'm guessing. Because the first one is, he made it himself. I would honestly assume it would be the older version, the Michael Keaton. Okay. Just, I feel like he's going to have a bigger part in the movie than uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. Do you think there's going to be like some sort of joke that Michael Keaton says when he first sees him in his suit? And like, kind of tells him a joke and then makes him a new one. Yeah, most likely. Okay. Like, you look like you just put scraps together, basically, type mm-hmm. of joke. Almost kind of the way he does in... It, it's not so much a joke in Justice League, but where he, like, comments on the fact that it's pretty much, like, fallen materials from like, yeah. a NASA thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can definitely see a joke. Especially because Michael Keaton's Batman, while still much darker than uh, Adam West, or honestly, even George Clooney, <laughs> um, yeah. it was... Still, it still had a couple jokes in there, mm-hmm. and I, I see him having more of a sense of humor than Bruce Wayne's ver- or <laughs> Ben Affleck's version. Yeah, so it, it would be kind of cool to get that. As long as he's not too bright, I feel like an older. I, I kind of want the uh, Bruce Wayne from Michael Keaton, the Bruce Wayne from uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah, yeah, and we'll see because it'll be interesting to see like what he's been through since then especially because honestly if you're getting a bruce wayne this old there's also potential for a terry mcginnis yeah which i think is the thing i really want Mm -hmm. especially because dude there are so many actors who could play a good terry mcginnis timothy chalamet Ooh, he needs to beef up though yeah me. i think him as a robin is perfect yeah because he has that more like acrobatic build yeah um terry mcginnis i think he, he needs to kind of be a douchebag, too. I feel kind like. of. But I feel like that needs to be like... You know who uh, Robbie Amell is? Robbie Amell sounds familiar. Uh, so, it's, so Stephen Amell is the dude who played Green Arrow. And Ro- oh, okay. Robbie Amell's been in more mainstream things. Like The Duff. Nope. You ever watch that? Nope. Uh, the Babysitter? Uh, the the one on Netflix. The, that There's two movies on Netflix about the Babysitter... Like, oh yeah i think it's yeah. called the, the one with uh bella thorne in it yes okay yeah uh he's the white dude who always has his shirt off okay but like that that type of like build for a dude to play uh 
Terry McGinnis. Okay, I can my brain's not working. Um, I don't know who I would pick exactly, but giving someone young, like early, early twenties, would be the yeah. I'd say option. twenty to thirty. Yeah, because uh, it's something that if it works out, you're gonna want to last a while. Yeah, especially having, uh, especially with having Michael Keaton attached, you're gonna have to have someone who can build their profile while in that role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then so we also got the picture of Michael Keaton uh, with as Bruce Wayne, a weird looking hairpiece, but I'll accept it. Yeah, it, it yeah. does look a little cheese. And there's not much going on in this picture. It's just literally him and a bunch of crew members around him. Yeah, so yeah. there's not a whole lot to go off. He just looks yeah. very like clean cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure because I haven't really paid attention. He doesn't really have a whole lot of beef to him, huh? Michael Keaton. Not a whole... He's not, like, skinny or anything. But but he's, he's not, like, uh, J.K. Simmons ripped? No, 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 no. Okay, I was like, I no, didn't I think, think so. he's still about average. Okay. Probably. Makes yeah. sense. Unless he did train for this movie, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. He hasn't really gotten big for anything in the past. Like, even not Batman. Not even Batman. He was still, like, an average-sized yeah. guy. I'm trying to think of how he looked in Birdman, because there was that scene he, like, pretty much was, like, naked. He was a little... Almost kind of like a beer belly type Like a thing. dad bod? Yeah. Okay. Just Makes an sense. old body. Yeah. Just an old... Broken down. Broken down <laughs> body. Um, and then, lastly but not least... I mean, obviously, we already went over his Batman photo a few weeks ago. But, lastly but not least, Supergirl uh, in her suit. Yeah, the first picture we got was her kind of like from far away. And she was suspended in the air. And she kind of looked like stiff in that picture. Yeah, and I- I wasn't really sure how to feel about that one. Um, it literally looked like a mannequin to me. It didn't even look like yeah. her. But, I mean, it could have been, and they could have had, like, a cap on her head mm-hmm. to do her hair in post the way they did uh, Brie Larson. Yeah. Because of, like, what your hair does in space would be more unpredictable. Yeah. Um, But, I don't know. You never know, really. But the suit isn't, I don't know, it, it kind of makes her look disproportional in places, like, especially in the ab section. Mm-hmm. But you still need to do post on the suit and put a cape on, so. Yeah. That, that I think those will be the biggest factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we got uh, yeah, we got some uh, close-up shots of her, too. Yes. That we'll put right here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, the abs kind of look weird. They're, like, um, not even, like squared they're just yeah you'll see in the photo it's just a little different yeah i'm sure in post just like when the first shazam suit was shown on set it didn't look that great yeah but you know through post and everything else it looks it'll look better yeah so it's cool because you still get the henry cavill emblem Mm -hmm. which is nice uh there's a lot more red on the shoulders which is a nice change Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it would have been cool if they would have put like a red belt around the waist. Yeah, just to break up the blue, because it's just like only red is just on the shoulders. Yeah. Everything else is blue. Be, especially if you're doing a different style, like if you're doing that red up top, then the bottom just looks it, like void of character. Yeah, and we haven't seen her feet, so I'm guessing the she's gonna have like red type of boot looking things that like Henry Cavill has. Yeah, I was, th- I was thinking like red, red and gold. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Kind of like the background of the yeah. uh, emblem. Yeah, but something in the middle would be nice. Yeah, no, 100%. Because uh, like you said, the underwear would be a little bit cheesy. Yeah. Or like having that section red would be a little bit cheesy, but the, uh, a belt would be perfect. Yeah. Um, and then there was a couple other photos on set, like the Gal Gadot's face as Wonder Woman on the side of that bus. Yeah, in the Central City, like, Children's Hospital or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there was one more photo attached to with the those ones. Bruce Wayne's car. Oh yes. Yeah. It it looks kind of like a almost like a Jaguar. Like almost o- old school. More. You you asked me, do I think it's Keaton's or Affleck's? I would put my money towards Keaton. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice looking car. It just has more of that old timey feel to me. Yeah. It, whereas like like I mentioned to you in Justice League, Ben Affleck has the literally custom built like never seen the streets before the movie and i think that's the only one they ever made yeah the mercedes that was i mean it was dope looking but it looked super impractical (laughs) now is ben affleck on set yet or is he too busy with j-lo still (laughs) he probably brought her to set with him probably because i just saw like new like paparazzi photos of them two together they're like (laughs) so 
Did he didn't learn the first time? There, I don't know, man. It's like puppy dog love. It's like inseparable. It, it's the honeymoon phase of any relationship, and it's the furthest J Lo ever gets in a relationship because as soon as the honeymoon phase is gone, I was surprised how long she lasted with A Rod. Yeah, and they're engaged. Well, she's been engaged like six times or something like that, and married twice, I believe. And she's been in like seven other relationships. So, I don't know. No, I wouldn't. No. Um, I have my personal opinion. I, I, I'm not a big J-Lo fan. Yeah. She seems extremely stuck up. Like, if you've, like, heard of her writer, like, the mm-hmm. if she asks for, like, the world, even if she's only on set for a day. Yeah. Like, it has to be a five-star hotel, shit like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's fairly common with actors but like hers is up there with some of the worst yeah and we'll get into detail that on the after dark show later on tonight what's the after dark the flag jack after dark show when are we starting this i say a bunch of controversial stuff oh yeah when the camera's off Mm -hmm. that's that's a different story yeah um the thing that'll get us canceled one day yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, no, there's there's not a whole lot else to do with the Flash set photos, but it is a good sign to see that visually they're doing certain things, like the ring, or even just like the way they're presenting Michael Keaton, I think, yeah. is, I think will be good, as long as it doesn't look too cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Bright, I think, looks good for this movie, except yeah. for the Batman scenes. Yeah, and... um. It's kind of funny, like, I think I told you yesterday, it almost doesn't seem like they're actually filming it, because there hasn't been any, like, big news, really. It's just been, like, fans posting stuff. I'm wondering if they're kind of holding everything back to hide an even bigger surprise that, like, I wonder if their big surprise stuff is all going to be, like, green screen hidden from crowds. Yeah, Like, some big actor that, I mean, obviously, they're, I, I, I've... I would love it, but I have no faith that they would ever do this. But the only thing that would like be huge like that would be like a Jack Nicholson appearance. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be wild. I, I, that, that's like shooting for the moon and like fucking ending up at the sun. So, yeah. Um. I I don't know what they could do, but I feel like there has to be something that they're trying to hide. Right. Otherwise. I don't know, but I knowing Warner Brothers, they're gonna fucking ruin it with the first trailer, anyways. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, either way, I'll be there. Yeah. It is what it is for sure. Uh, and then there was something we were wanting to talk about last week, and then we all obviously had our little interruption. But E three happened; it came and went, and we just kind of marked our favorite games that were presented. Yeah, and I only, I only really have one that <laughs> well, I watched. And I'll save my favorite for last unless you mention it first. Okay. But, which it will probably be what you mentioned. More than likely. Um, but, well, so we'll start with the Elden Ring. Because that was re- revealed right before E3 and then it got a little bit more play at E3. Um, it's essentially like a Dark Souls game. But some people think it's going to be a sequel to Dark Souls 3. Some people think it's its own thing, primarily because they brought on George R. R. Martin to write the script and the lore for the game. Uh, you still have the Dark Souls style play. The old biggest new thing is that you're going to have like a mount to play on, like a horse or whatever, and it'll be its own character. They even kind of compared it to Pokemon, like where you can like catch different mounts and they have different like abilities that can help you out. So it's stuff. a Dark Souls game? Yeah. Okay. They, they called it Dark Souls mixed with Pokemon. Okay. So I was like, I don't know how well that'll work, but yeah. it'd be interesting. It seems like it'll have, in my opinion, more in common with something like Lord of the Rings than the Dark Souls uh, lore, at least. Right. But it'll still play and look visually a lot like those games because okay. it's still made by From Software. Okay. Um, after that, you have the spiritual successor to Back for Blood, which is... Left for Dead. Yeah. The spiritual <laughs> successor to Left for Dead, which is Back for Blood. I knew I was like, what in the hell did I just say? Yeah. Um, and it's essentially pretty much the same gameplay. You have four players, and they all get their own character, and you fight off hordes of zombies, and there are the special types of zombies that you get to fight and everything like that. But there are more than four characters to pick from per level. Like, you have... 
I think like uh, eight characters to pick from, but like four of them will only be on the game at the same time. Hence yeah. the back for blood. Um, I wonder how closely tied to like Left for Dead this will be. Like if it's same universe or if it is gonna gonna even be structured like level wise the same way that Left for Dead was. And I'm just wondering why they just didn't make a Left for Dead four. Left 4 Dead 3. There wasn't 3? No. <laughs> okay, it shows you how much I uh, pay attention. I'm well, not really a fan of those games anyway. I loved them, mm. but they could get very repetitive. Yeah. So I mean, I can understand why you weren't crazy about them. It's one thing that me and my uncle used to play constantly together, and it's like one of my things that, like, one of my memories that kind of keeps them alive. So, mm-hmm. like, Left 4 Dead is one of those big things that, like, it just sticks with me. Right. So I'll definitely be buying this game. Uh... It also kind of makes me irritated because we were supposed to get a game like this two years ago with um, Walking Dead's Overkill. Oh, yeah. But that got canceled for some stupid-ass reason. Um, Let me see. What other games were Halo Infinite. Oh, Halo Infinite. Yes, that was another big one. Um, Because I know you can't read this. (laughs) It looks like a doctor's uh, prescription pad. Mm -hmm. But... um, Yes, this game was supposed to come out this past Christmas, but a lot of people were upset with the um, graphics, right? Yeah, it was yeah, it was just the graphics, and I think a lot of it was the frames per second and stuff mm-hmm. like that. People's expectations have been met. <laughs> Finally, uh, one of the big things and like big feedbacks from Xbox's showcase was that Halo. That everybody thought that what they were looking at was a cinematic, and it was not. It was in engine. And it was mostly, like, gameplay. So that is a huge sign for this. Because, mm-hmm. A, A, I think it's been, like, six years since we've had a Halo game. Right. Excuse me. Um, And I think this is a good sign for the franchise. Because I think a lot of people thought it was dead in the water. I mean, they've literally killed off Master Chief, like, three times and brought him back. So right. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see how this goes. But other than that... Xbox had a pretty good showcase, especially because they combined theirs with Bethesda because Microsoft just bought Bethesda. And they made the announcement that after all of the contractual obligations that they have with Sony, everything going forward will be from Bethesda will be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that includes Starfield, but I think it does. Obviously, that's going to include uh, Outer Field, Outer outer worlds too (laughs) and uh pretty much anything else that bethesda comes out with i don't know if that includes skyrim's elder scroll six elder scroll six uh and if that does dude you can almost get a riot from playstation players yeah (laughs) skyrim was one of the biggest games of the last did that game come out like 10 years ago i'm gonna look it up because that was a minute ago and it's they've re-released it so many times yeah like an insane amount of times like even switch has elder scrolls uh five with skyrim yeah 2011 10 years ago it was 11 11 11 yeah i only remember that because they are releasing starfield on 11 11 22 11 years after skyrim i should have known that by heart honestly um because i heard it like 12 times from ig (laughs) um so i mean that's a good sign that they're kind of taking their time with this. The one thing that like had no presence, surprisingly, was Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, um, people have been waiting for Starfield for a long time, so that's a good sign. That's the biggest thing, and um, it looks fantastic. It just sucks that we have to wait a year and a half for it. Mm-hmm. But I will definitely be there for that one. The Outer Worlds Two trailer, it dude, it made me laugh so hard. They literally had nothing to show. <laughs> And they put out this fantastic trailer where they're basically making fun of themselves. They're like, we literally have no nothing to show you, no gameplay. We haven't even written the script yet. Um, and, like, all we have is this cool, shiny trailer to tell you that it's going to be coming up one day. <laughs> Not even a date, nothing. <laughs> it was just the most, like, tongue-in-cheek trailer being like, we literally have fucking done nothing for this game yet, but... Here you go, get excited. Because <laughs> the first one was really good. Okay. I yeah, did I enjoy it. It was kind of a 
cross between like the KOTOR games and Fallout. Okay. So it, it was kind of that kind of fun play just without the lights. Was there a new Fallout trailer that came out? Steven sent me something. I don't think so. And if so, it was probably related to Fallout 76. And Fallout 76 can burn in hell. Fallout London? Ooh, I do not know if that was um, official because I think the internet would have blown up. Okay. Um, but I know that wasn't at E3. Okay. For sure. Um, it would be kind of interesting to see a Fallout game outside of the United States because that is all we have seen. The last one with Fallout 4, I believe, was based in Boston. Uh, and then Fallout New Vegas, obviously. New Vegas. Fantastic yeah. game. Um, and Fallout 3 was, I believe, Washington, D.C. And then we visited in DLCs. We visited, like, Alaska and, I think, Pittsburgh. Okay. And then I don't even know Fallout 1 and 2 because those were pretty much just computer games and they were not graphically what Fallout 3 was. Yeah. And Liam Neeson wasn't your dad, so I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what else do we have? Oh, also Far Cry 6. You can say his name so I can correct it. Oh, what is it, Juan Desposito? Yeah, see, they, I knew you were going to say it. And <laughs> anyway, so Giancarlo Esposito. I have to <laughs> like really go slow with it after you say it because I'm going to f- fuck it up. But uh, he Just is, call him Desposito. <laughs> he looks like he's going to have a fantastic turn as a villain, which... He was honestly, a villain in Mandalorian. He was a villain in Mandalorian. He was a villain in... Uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic as the bad guy. I think I've literally seen him in one positive role, and I don't think I watched the whole movie. Um, he's a very, he has like a very good president a presence for that kind of role. So I'm definitely excited to see what they do. As long as it's something like um, what they did with Voss, who's also in the Breaking Bad universe as I can't even remember his name, but he's in uh, the Better Call Saul show. Okay. Uh, and he's really good in there. But the dude who plays Voss was fantastic to the point where, like, a lot of people were irritated that at the point of where you kill him off in the game because he was more interesting than the main villain. So, based on the trailers and stuff that we have gotten, which we've gotten a lot lately for Far Cry 6, uh, the stuff they showed at E3 just kind of got me a little bit more excited. And it comes out the day before my birthday, so that's just a little plus. Nice. I feel like the universe hates me, though, because... Batman was originally supposed to come out that day. Well, not originally, but... The second time. Yeah. And then, if it's not on my birthday, then they move something like that to my wedding anniversary, and I have to fight to get my way to go see it or play it. At least you can see it the night before yes. Thursday. Even if I don't... Even if I leave my wife at home. I know Tammy will go with me. I'm going either way. Yeah, so... I'll probably go two two times that day. I can see that. If you can <laughs> find your way, I honestly think that'll be one of the big things that gets people back in theaters. As, it will. As much as people want to say that like a Christopher Nolan movie will get people back in theaters. And it didn't. It did not. Yeah. Quiet um, Place did, really. It, it did really good for theaters. Yeah. Fast and the Furious even more so. Yeah. Which sadly. <laughs> I have heard a lot of good things about it. I haven't. It does not make me excited for it, though. It's no. still a fucking Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. Um, I say that like it's a slur. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just, I really think that, like, as much as, like, certain directors want to say that superhero movies are not cinema or that they're going, Steven Spielberg once said that superhero movies one day are going to go the way of the western i honestly don't see that happening for the next 30 years yeah i think it will eventually oh, yeah. but not anytime soon well there's so much rich like source material to pull from yeah and you get um image comics hasn't even gotten to that fight yet no which you know it could tom mcfarland could like let himself not be difficult that (laughs) i don't know if that'll ever happen Um, sadly speaking of superhero stuff like i said i was gonna save my uh favorite for last yeah and it's the only one i watched too (laughs) i'm gonna preface this okay i absolutely could not stand the marvel's avengers game made by the same company too so do you think this one's gonna be the same result no 
and I'll tell you why. And also, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> yeah. the video game. Visually, it looks great. Also, I think what they did wrong with the Avengers game is there's too much variation between those characters to where power sets, move sets are just all over the place. It would be super difficult to give you 12 characters. They didn't give you 12, but like the six characters they give you for the main story and make them consistent and smooth. Mm -hmm. um, this, while all these characters do differ, you only got to see gameplay from one of them. Yes. So my thought is, at least hopefully, most of these characters, three of them use guns. So that will bring a lot more consistency. And I think that you're only going to use Groot in very minimal and like precise situations to where it'll be more like uh, QTE, like quick time event. Okay. Um, just to make it to where it doesn't feel like he's being over extended because he can almost be like a, uh, he can be an OP character mm -hmm. and do way too much and make the game too easy. Yeah. Um, Drax, uh, he's going to be a big hand to hand guy. But even then, he can use guns, too. So you have four characters that can pretty much do the same stuff and not really have too much variation because only one of them has rocket boots and can fly. Yeah. Um, and even then, it seems like most of the game is going to be based off of... You You may even just pick one character to play as. Yeah. But the only character we got to see play as was Star-Lord. and Which makes sense for the trailer. Yeah. But even if you do just play as him, like what they showed you is like decisions you make change the way that these characters look at you and have an opinion of you. Like that scene in the trailer where he th has Drax throw rocket across the thing. Yeah. It shows in like the corner, uh, that rocket's opinion of you is decreased or something like that. Okay. So I think it's going to be more playing as star Lord and then maybe QTEs for the other characters, but it's going to be more relationship based. Like a uh, mass effect was and, like mass effect Two, where like, if you didn't do certain things for this character, spoiler, I don't know if you're ever going to play it. I bought him and I never played him. <laughs> um, spoiler. If you yeah, know, it's fine. Uh, if you don't do everything right to like fix the ship and make sure your relationships are good with each character, they end up dying. That's don't it. you have sex with one of the alien chicks? You can have sex with anyone you want in those games until nice. recently there was a controversy i'm pretty sure they took away the gay options oh there was gay options there yeah you could fuck everybody <laughs> like all of your crew you could pretty much fuck <laughs> uh now they made it if you're like male shepherd and you can't fuck the dude and vice versa with isn't that homophobic yeah they got in a little bit of trouble for that yeah. i don't know if they did it on purpose e either but it just kind of seemed like a yeah not a good thing yeah because they did the like remake or remaster or whatever mm. Uh, this past February. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, so I think it's going to be a lot more relationship based for that game, but tone wise and everything, it fits the guardians of the galaxy perfectly, which is a crazy thing to say when you consider nobody even fucking knew who they were 10 years ago. Yeah. And you can tell like they're based off the, the, the characters in the movie. Yeah. Which the comics were not popular, which do you think they should have made them look like them in the movie or no um i mean they did with groot groot looks like one for one yeah he pretty much does. and it was perfect and rocket raccoon no matter what you do is gonna look similar to that anyway. yeah he's a raccoon yeah i think i did like how they kind of gave him a beard though yeah um drax was batista's iconic you can't really change that design yeah. too much gamora looks different yeah she looks more comic-esque when yeah. i think they've kind of followed the comics more so than anything mm -hmm. with this uh like visually yeah but they made star lord much more blonde than i expected yeah very cyberpunk looking mm -hmm. um it'll be an interesting game though i think yeah i i think this has potential to be a game of the year candidate when it comes out if it's given more polish than the avengers was mm -hmm. so fingers crossed one last bit of superhero news yeah this is <laughs> this is the funny one so do you know how it came about yeah because in the Har harley quinn show right yeah yeah so came from there 
there was a interview with essentially the director of the Harley Quinn TV show, and they were basically asking him, like, is there anything they wouldn't let you do? He was like, there was one situation where we were going to have Batman go down on Catwoman, and DC was like, no, like, <laughs> you cannot do that. They draw the line right there. Yeah, they're, they're like, what, are you saying that heroes are selfish lovers? And they're like, no, we're saying you can't do that because we need to be able to sell children's toys. But the show's more for adults. And you literally showed Batman's dick in a comic a year and a half ago. Yep. Not the whole thing, but you saw the crown. Yeah, you saw you saw most of it. Yeah. Okay. Like, people were like, Batman got the hammer. Yeah, like, he does. It was one As of those he things. So how are you going to say he's not allowed to do that? And they, they were even like, dude, if Bruce Wayne goes down, who gives a shit? But while he's in the cowl, it's a no-no. <laughs> because if we put that image out there, then... It's a lot harder to sell toys to kids. I don't think it is. I don't think so either. But let's put it this way. Conservative. I'm not even going to just say Christians. Religious people will be much more likely to not buy it for their kids if they know that's a thing. Here's the other problem with that, though. How many conservative Christians do you know that watch the Harley Quinn TV show? Yeah, not many. <laughs> I, I barely it. watch it. And yeah. I, I mean, I'm much more in tune with dark humor yeah. than someone in that... Uh, the weirdos? I'm not going to say the weirdos. I am. I mean, the extreme um, politically correct people would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And whether or not a person once went down on someone in a comic book makes no uh, difference to me. Especially when... Dude, there are so many comics that have had so much more fucked up shit going on. Like... I'm trying to think of a good example, but like characters... Batman fucking Batgirl to like make uh, Robin jealous. Yeah, but that's okay. And he also comic. banged her in uh, the Killing Joke movie. Yeah, so I don't get how this is any different. Yeah. You, I, <laughs> it was rated R, and so was the TV show. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it's, just, it's retarded. Yeah, it, it just drives me nuts. And then you got Zack Snyder coming in and posting a picture of it on, <laughs> he on said, Vero. He said it's canon now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it was... A, it wasn't like a super graphic photo or nothing, but like it's it's a top down shot of Batman like going down on Catwoman with yeah. no orifices or nudity. Yeah, it was from yeah, it was from the from like her point of view like downward. Yeah, so you can see his face like in over here. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I mean, you can see the top of her head. Yeah, but, yeah, you you get the point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, it, it was just very kind of mind-blowing for that to take over the internet this week yeah uh like on levels of like pointless shit that has like taken over the zeitgeist that has to like be near the top yeah it's always something like that that like people are talking about not not anything important yeah just like that stuff meanwhile the world is falling down around us yeah (laughs) it doesn't make any sense but like that's like the minutiae of the world like the little shit that drives people insane that gets more attention than Polit- I'm not even going into politics. I'm just saying, like, political stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's kind of uh, baffling. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's crazy. We have not um, hit a uh, Tangent Express yet, sir. We haven't. That's surprising. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we got, we got a little bit off the rails uh, during the E3 thing and got to... Uh, superhero somehow i don't even remember how oh films yeah um, but it wasn't as bad as we usually get. no <laughs> so but piggybacking off of that real quick do you think that batman will be the savior of the movie industry or do you think it will be something else the savior of the movie industry like like to bring us back to like the way we were during marvel's uh avengers endgame definitely not black widow did you see my brother showed me a picture of like an opening night like theater Uh where you buy tickets and there's like nobody in there man i mean that's not surprising honestly they should have done that movie 10 years ago Mm -hmm. like 
before Avengers ever came. Not out. only that, they should just release it on Disney Plus at that point. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Well, and but I haven't heard anything in particular. But I mean, like Marvel does good storytelling most of the time. So yeah. it's I have faith in that aspect of it. I just I'm not interested. I mean, I'll watch yeah, it. But I probably won't even watch it. Well, I'll watch it for Florence Pugh. But that's about it. I can see that. Yeah. I, I will watch it just off of principle to mm-hmm. make sure that I'm like caught up with canon and stuff so I know what's <laughs> going to happen in the future because it has to do something to Pathetic. tie in. Pathetic. I know. But now now I feel like if I don't watch a Marvel movie, I'm going to get FOMO. So FOMO? Fear of missing out. Oh, okay. That I was swear to God, else. it's not It's not okay. homophobic at all. I okay. promise you. Yeah, because I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think Batman, def- though, depending on what the first like talk is about it when it comes out from critics and stuff, that'll have a lot to do with how it turns out to you. Turnout-wise. I mean, I can see that. Because that's how it always is. You can get bad word of mouth on a movie before it comes out, and it usually doesn't do good. Which is one thing that kind of drives me nuts. Why would they give pre-screenings to critics if that can affect the outcome of purchases? Yeah, and that's just how it's always been. Yeah. I, I mean, but I, think, I really don't see a scenario where this thing is bad. No, I, I don't either, especially with all the parties involved. Robert Pattinson alone gets me excited. Then you have direction from Matt Reeves. Yeah, you got Zoe Kravitz, who's a good actress, and Paul Dano is an oh, uh, excellent actor. And even the pick for Alfred with uh, the uh, God, what's his name? He, uh, he plays Ulysses Claw. He plays Andy Circus. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I don't know how I forgot that either. I, I have no idea, man. But. He he's a good he's a fantastic pick for that role. Yes, uh, and you can hear his voice in the trailer. I'm just like well, I want to see what he looks like. Yeah, I, I hope because he's the younger Alfred, so he probably still like fights and shit. And, and I hope he does because he yeah. has a good amount of physicality to him. Yeah, like and you got to see that quite a bit with his Avengers appearances. Yeah, and Black Panther. Yeah, no, he he's pretty fantastic. He he's always been good at doing like the physical the physicality of roles, even though most people don't remember his face. Yeah. Because he's always the CGI character. Yeah. I really want, like, a kind of a horror type serial killer scene with Paul Dano. And I think we're going to get that. Yeah. Honestly. Like, we might get it a couple times. Yeah, something dark. Like, almost Saw esque. Yeah. But not, like, that bloody. Yeah. Obviously, because you can't do that with a PG 13. And they're still rumored to be rated R. What? Yeah. I hope so. Because you can. Joker proved that you can do that. Oh, 100%. And but even also it, Deadpool did, too. Yeah, and even Batman, even if it's rated R, they're still going to... People are going to bring their kids to oh, it. Oh, no dude, 100%. I'd bring my kid to it. I'll, I'll be honest. The only rated R movie I haven't let my son watch is The Joker. Why? I honestly don't know. I think there's just a couple of things in there where I'm like... Well, A, the scene at the end. Well, that scene, yeah, I can understand. Maybe the next stabbing scene. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if I'm watching Saw and he comes up the stairs, I'm not, as wor- like, super worried for some reason. Yeah, because it's, it's not as, it's not realistic. Yeah. Really. And I, I honestly, uh, and this might sound stupid, but I think it's because in my house, as much as I know, like, Joker is a fucking supervillain. <laughs> yeah. Because of the media... And the toys and stuff that are in my house. Joker is looked at more friendly by my child than he probably should be. Okay. Because, like, it, he's a cool character. Oh, yeah. Especially to kids. Yeah. Well, not in t- we didn't really view him in this kind of light until that movie came out. It, yeah. He the- was always a bad guy, but he was, like, kind of like a, just a cheesy kind of bad guy. Well, to a degree, I will agree. My opinion of that changed a lot after 2008's Dark Knight. Yeah, but even then, I feel like... It... But shortly after that, in the comics, he became yeah, the super co- sinister. Yeah. Cutting his face off, yep. stuff like that. And honestly, even before then, with the killing joke, mm-hmm. when he raped Barbara Gordon. Yep. Allegedly, because it's implied. Mm-hmm. Um, But he still is, like, the greatest like antithesis to a hero ever yeah and so 
people forget so easily like the bad things that like supervillains do and like he has literally become like idolized and i think that's one thing i'm scared of with my son i don't want to like promote oh like this character that we all like he's a fucking lunatic you know what i mean so i'm like i i'm really like on a line with that because i'm like i don't want to hide stuff from my kids because i don't want to lie to him but i'm like i don't know if i want to push this just yet yeah maybe when he's like like when he can understand what's going on, I guess. A little yeah, more. that and I, I want to make sure I put my kids in a situation where they know that reality and fantasy are two completely different things. I don't yeah. want to lead my kids into a Harrison Klebold situation. Yeah, because even though that movie, um, it deals with a lot of real stuff and it actually could happen. Especially exactly how it does in the movie. It's extremely relatable is the scary part. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I, I don't know how early you show someone. Like, you can show an adult our age something like that right now, especially like the incel community. Yeah. And a lot of people were scared to go to theater. I, I was scared to go to theater because <laughs> of what was like pumped into the media. Yeah. Like, there's lots of the media wants though. Yeah. So, I mean, back to the original question. I think that if any movie has a chance of really boosting the numbers back to what they were, it is. If Fast and the Furious didn't already do it, it would be the Batman. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Marvel movies are the only other thing. Yeah, but not Black Widow. I think the top three will be Quiet Place 2, Fast 9, and Batman. For this year? Well, not, well, well, not just for this year, but just the top three that kind of like got it going. Do you think Eternals will do? No. no. I think it'll do all right, but I don't think it'll. You, do you think it will do as good as Guardians? Mm-mm. Really? I See, don't. my faith in Kumail Nanjiani, I think, has uh, given me a slanted view on it. I do like the director, and I like the way it looks. It actually looks like a something artsy. It doesn't look like yeah. a typical like Marvel movie. Yeah, it, it definitely looks unique, which I'm excited for. Yeah, um, I'm just very curious how they're going to explain this whole thing with all of a sudden these like gods who didn't interfere during the snap are like oh we're gonna protect you now yeah that's the problem with a lot of superhero stuff like introducing characters when you do it's like it's hard to captain marvel yeah i don't want to talk about well i'm just saying it's the same fucking problem yeah (laughs) like uh at least they explained it away they'll probably explain it i'm sure in the movie yeah because i know one of them is supposed to be like in love with humans Mm. And then, like, most of them have disdain for them. Okay. Um, but, like, I really am excited for Camille Nanjiani's character. That's literally the only reason I'm excited for this. Give two shits about Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek a little bit more so. But other than that, I don't care. It'll be kind of cool to see um, Kit Harrington's what is it, The Black Knight? Yeah. Because um, that'll be interesting, because he hasn't really had a whole lot of high profile anything is that the dude that looks like uh, joel edgerton i don't think so or is that john snow john snow okay well there's another dude in internal uh the eternals that looks like joel edgerton oh really the younger kid who's in uh killing of a sacred deer and oh okay yeah. i know who you're talking yeah. about he's in it too okay so yeah I'm, i mean i'm excited for that one isn't there supposed to be a third marvel movie this year spider-man thank you december that yeah will did you see what Willem Dafoe said which one? Willem Dafoe. In a new interview? I saw... No, what? Yeah, they asked him, like, what he has coming up next, and he's like, I don't want to say anything until we're ready to say something about what I'm working on next or something. So everyone's Spider-Man. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> thinking, like, oh, let me see if I can find it real quick, and I'll play it in the microphone. Dude, there is no way... You don't be vague like that for something no. else. And honestly, if they reveal that in the trailers, will I be irritated? You don't show that. If they're smart, which, you know, they have a good track record kind of but would, they wouldn't would, would you rather them show that or would you rather them show toby none of it i don't want to show them either but they're going to try to market this to get as many people in seats as possible so you know they're going to do one if you had to pick then green goblin okay you you save toby yes and i swear dude that <laughs> uncle ben theory is still like my money's on that and if it's not if it doesn't fucking happen i'm gonna cry but I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely excited for these films. I want to find that. And I do think that Batman will be our gate back. Like, it, it, it'll prove that we're back to normal. 
but I think Spider-Man will help kickstart that immensely. Because that's December 18th, 19th? One of the two. Something like that. Let me double check real quick to make sure I'm not wrong. But I know it's right around this time. Here it is. The other things that I've been doing lately, I prefer to wait until we're ready for them to come up. Uh, yeah. He, and you can see the interviewer. He's like, fuck, I almost had it. <laughs> yeah. You can see it in his face. He's yeah. like, son of a bitch. You don't be vague like that for something else. Yeah. December 17th, by the way. So. 10 days. Well, 11 days before my birthday. You have a birthday? Yeah, I do. <laughs> December 28th, I know. I remember yours as easily as my wife's because it's very close. Yeah. So, same month. Yes. Seven days apart. Damn. Yeah, boy. Um, other than that, we don't really have a whole lot else this week, do we? No. That, that's pretty much it. All righty. Well, we will close this podcast off with a request. As much as I hate scrounging and asking for money, I would really appreciate if anybody who can afford it and would like to, to go to our GoFundMe and donate to the butterfly the switchblade and the damned the damned and the switchblade damn it i do it wrong every time you're a part of the fucking movie i know but i i read it that way so many times in my head before but if you wouldn't mind going to the gofundme for butterfly the The damned Damned and the switchblade (laughs) um we would really appreciate it any amount of money helps um obviously we already have our tiers up so that way you know what you get as return for your donation yeah um we don't expect anybody to do anything, but we really appreciate anybody who can. Yes. Um, and then on top of that, if you wouldn't mind subscribing to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the good social media sites, and make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to leave a, go, leave a like, rate, and subscribe. It really helps us reach other viewers. So we will see you guys next time. My name is Anthony Stevens. Damian Labo. This is the Super Thwack Podcast. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.